0: Hey, psych nerds. I'm Lewis.
1: I'm Heber, I'm Snehal.
0: I'm Zane. And I'm Cameron. Welcome to Psych Made Digestible, the show where we take psych research and make it understandable. In today's episode, we'll be discussing how parenting can affect the development of morals in children and how this ties into the likelihood of committing crime. Essentially, we will be telling you how not to raise a criminal.
2: Every year in Aotearoa, there is 260,000 victims of crime, a quarter of which are violent. Our solution has been punishment rather than informing people how to target the source of crime and prevent our children from becoming criminals in the first place.
3: With that in mind, we have decided to run a Q&A section for all you parents to call in and ask us your child-related questions. The aim is to inform you about how parenting can alter the trajectory of your child's moral development and influence the likelihood that they become criminals, and give advice where we can.
4: Let's start with good behavior. What is it? We understand that our audience is composed of people that differ in cultural and religious beliefs, each with a varying idea of what good behavior is. But for the purpose of this episode, let's define good behavior as honesty, altruism, kindness, and nonviolence. These values are understood to be the result of good moral development. In contrast, bad behavior can be thought of as dishonesty, manipulation, aggressiveness, and violence. And as you can guess, these are the result of bad moral development.
2: That all being said, let's jump into our questions and let's have our first caller, please.
1: Hi, my 11-year-old son plays nicely with other children when he is around me, but teachers report that he believes the other kids at school. I've been trying to teach my child good morals through harsh discipline, but they don't seem to be getting the message. Am I not strict enough? What is the actual right way to teach morals?
0: Actually, it sounds like you might be overdoing it a bit. Discipline is an important part of teaching your children good morals, but if done incorrectly, it can actually backfire. It's all about finding that Goldilocks zone of being firm, but fair. Although being strict can help your child to follow family rules, research shows that when parents are too controlling or too harsh with their punishments, they stunt their child's moral development. The child learns that a wrong behavior causes a negative consequence, but they don't feel that what they're doing is wrong. As a result, they may change their behavior when they're around you. They default back to the poor behavior once they don't think there's a way that you can catch them out. Essentially, you've treated the symptoms of the problem and not the root of it.
1: Oh, that explains everything. I've been teaching my kid wrong this whole time. How do I teach my kids correctly then?
0: Firstly, keep your punishments reasonable. Grounding your child is unpleasant enough to discourage most negative behavior. Secondly, try to instill empathy. In your child by asking them to put themselves in the other kids shoes and imagine what it would feel like to be the other guy how would you feel if a big kid said all those mean things to you instead it's important to talk about these things with your kids get them to think about more than just avoiding punishment that's what morality is all about looking past the bottom line of course sometimes that just isn't enough and you may need to do more Please contact us with more specific questions if you think that you may need more help.
1: Thank you so much. This has actually been really insightful. Enjoy the rest of your stream.
0: See you later and take care. Let's have our next caller.
2: Hey, uh, my 13-year-old daughter is stealing money from my wallet and uh, she, con- she continues to lie about it even though I've got proof that she's done it. She's become quite the manipulator these last few years and I don't know what this has come from. She used to be so sweet. Uh, Is there anything that I have done as a parent to cause this?
0: It sounds like your daughter might be a Machiavellian. In psychology, the term Machiavellianism is used to describe the willingness to manipulate others for an individual's own benefit. It's a big word, I know. Individuals high in this personality trait are referred to as Machiavellians. Machiavellians tend to be cynical people with poor emotional empathy and experience little remorse for those that they exploit. Think Walter White from Breaking Bad or Peter Baelish from Game of Thrones.
2: Do you think this applies to you or your wife? Uh, Me, not really. Um, I occasionally tell a few white lies, but uh, my wife lies more than she uh, tells the truth.
0: Well, the research suggests that your daughter may have learned this from her parents. From an early age, children pick up a wide variety of behaviours and perspectives from their parents. Research suggests that once children are old enough to start school, their expression of manipulative behaviours gradually shifts towards that of their parents.
2: Oh, that's crazy. Um, is there anything else that can influence the development of manipulative personalities?
0: Absolutely. Manipulative children are far more likely to report Witnessing persistent conflict between their parents. The manipulative tendencies associated with Machiavellianism are thought to be a byproduct of the emotional deactivation which some children may undergo to better cope with their feelings of helplessness in mediating parental conflict. It has also been suggested that the development of manipulative tendencies may be a child's attempt to regain control of their lives.
3: Thirdly, Are you responsive to your child's emotional needs? Parental neglect is a strong predictor of the development of manipulative tendencies in both children and teenagers. Additionally, manipulative adults also report having stronger, more frequent memories of parental neglect. To develop honesty, a child needs to see their parents as a safe beacon of support. If honesty is frequently met with negative consequences, children may be conditioned to associate honesty with poor outcomes and learn to lie instead. Therefore, it is incredibly important for parents to be emotionally responsive to their children's needs, such that they do not feel that there is a need to lie and manipulate. Next caller, please.
4: Hello. My son is in his 20s and had been doing drugs, thieving, fighting and driving drunk, yet he continues to hide it and lie about it all. Could he have a personality disorder? And is this behavior likely to continue?
2: I'm sorry to hear that uh, this must be tough for you. This sounds typical of antisocial personality disorder, but I don't know your son and I'm not a clinician, so I can't give you a diagnosis. But I'll tell you a bit more. People with antisocial personality disorder, or ASPD, usually commit a range of crimes rather than one specific type, something that your child seems to be doing. People with ASPD tend to be liars they act on impulse, and they usually lack a regard for safety, which we see in your son driving drunk.
1: Uh, in terms of your kid's likelihood to continue committing crime, they have an increased likelihood due to their drug use. Uh, drug users with antisocial personality disorder are two and a half more l- times more likely to commit crime than someone who doesn't have an antisocial personality disorder. The type of drug your kid takes can also affect what type of crime they commit. Um, For example, if it's weed, your kid is actually less likely to commit crime than if they were, say, taking MDA or heroin.
4: Oh, wow. Thanks for the info. Um, Is there anything we can do? I feel like I've let my kid down. Well,
3: research shows that symptoms ease with age, but this is a disorder that stays full life. But it's not all doom and gloom. Talking therapy and family support are very effective in treating this disorder. These methods help you cope when things aren't great and can help you understand why these things happen. Good luck with this. I will suggest a therapist for you after the show. Thank you.
2: Uh, Let's get our next caller, please.
0: Hi, my son's been diagnosed with borderline personality disorder. He's been doing some pretty immoral stuff, like... He cheated on his girlfriend
2: and stole from his nana. Is he in control of what he's doing? Uh, just for the viewers, borderline personality disorder, or BPD, is a condition where someone is emotionally unstable, impulsive, and they have strained relationships, all of which is shown to increase the likelihood for someone to commit crime. One study asked whether a person with BPD can be held morally responsible, and the short answer is yes. Unless they have another condition, BPD patients are in control and they are morally responsible for their actions.
1: With that being said, the relationship between BPD and morals is complex. Yes, your son chooses to do these things we see as immoral, but he may not view it The same. It's shown that people with BPD are less guilty when they act immorally, probably because they feel disconnected from these morals. They don't see their importance.
0: Wow. I had no idea that my son's moral system might be different to my own. Is my son more likely to commit crime?
2: It has been seen that people with BPD are somewhat more likely to commit crime, due to reduced self-control and increased anger. The increase in crime, especially violent crime, is greatest in boys who have a change in their father figure before they're 13. But there's still hope for people with BPD. One paper showed that a solid foundation of rules, expectations and care decreases the chances of criminal tendencies forming in people with BPD. Medication and therapy are also shown to be very effective in managing it, so please don't think that all hope is lost. Let's have our next caller now.
0: Hello. I've been struggling with my daughter recently. She's always been the rebellious type, but last week she was caught stealing from the mall and has the habit of getting into fights at school. I don't know where I've gone wrong as a parent. Why is she behaving like this?
1: Hi! Thanks for your call. I can understand your concerns and I'm sorry you're experiencing this. Hopefully we can answer some of your questions and you can get some clarity on how you can help stop this behaviour. People's childhood and the parenting they have received can actually largely impact their later criminal activity. So understanding your parenting is very important as this can impact the crime your child commits. The way you parent and your parenting style affects moral development which actually affects your child's behaviour. Um, there's been research that has shown that that authoritarian parenting can lead to children becoming rebellious and more likely to adopt problematic behaviours. And the reason for this is that authoritarian parenting exercises more than necessary power on children, and as a result, they tend to rebel. Reasons for lying or stealing can depend on how much care and attention children have received growing up. However, things like peer pressure, low self-esteem, and not receiving positive feedback from their parents can also lead children to steal. If you don't mind us asking, how has your daughter's childhood been and how would you describe your parenting?
0: I would say I fit the parenting style you described pretty well. I've always been quite strict with her and had high expectations for her. As a child, if she did anything wrong, we would focus on obedience and discipline quite strongly. How should I parent instead?
1: Ah, oh, okay. Um, sounds like she was more likely to show these behavioural patterns based on the parenting she had received. I'd say to help change this behaviour, try building trust and connecting with your daughter. Approval and attention from parents help build this trust and your child will be more likely to confide in you about any issues they may have. This allows you to find out what is causing the root of these behaviours and you can also get additional support from a psychologist to help stop these behaviours.
2: Next caller, please. You know, g'day. Um, my son Randy's seven and uh, he's just a little bit weird recently. He keeps uh, losing his temper quite a lot. Um, he argues and swears all the time, and uh, two days ago he was suspended for fighting. Um, this isn't like Randy, and uh, I was wondering if you could tell me why this is happening.
4: All right, let's unpack this. May we ask if anything has happened at home recently? Oh
2: Yeah, well, my wife's short-tempered and she hit our son last week. Um, he spilled his drink and she just lost it. Um, she's done this quite a bit in the past. Um, could that be something to do with it?
4: You're on the right track. Research suggests that children who are neglected or abused are at higher risk of display playing aggressive and, in most cases, violent behavior. This occurs as a result of children failing to develop control and restraint over feelings of stress, anger, pain, and frustration, which translates into erratic and aggressive behavior. Furthermore, studies show that children who are subjected to abuse also tend to develop negative feelings towards society, which could lead to the emergence of behavioral disorders such as oppositional defiant disorder and conduct disorder. To break this down, the child begins to resent authority figures and frequently becomes agitated. In most cases, the child refuses to obey rules, argues with adults, lies to and bullies others, and may even start using substances such as drugs and alcohol. Now, we're not saying this is guaranteed to happen, but the chances do increase.
2: Oh, bloody hell, yeah, Uh, it sounds spot on. Um, I know it's probably too early to say, but do you reckon Randy might be like a criminal or something?
4: Well, the research does indicate that a history of abuse moderately increases in the risk of committing a crime. We understand that your wife has physically abused your son in the past, and numerous studies have shown that children who are physically abused are at higher risk of committing a violent crime later on. This stems from the onset of mental and behavioral disorders, and problems with controlling their emotions. This makes children more prone to behaving aggressively and being emotionally unstable, The combination of these things often translate into impulse decisions, which then influence violent crime.
3: Studies also show that children who get emotionally abused tend to develop a negative perception of the world and find it increasingly difficult to accept the help and guidance of others. This makes them more likely to commit nonviolent crimes, such as petty theft and harassment. As we said before, there's no guarantee that Randy will become a criminal, but we would suggest referring your wife to anger management programs and encouraging her to avoid using physical force in the house. You could also consult a psychologist and see if that helps Randy to manage his emotions better. We hope this helps, and if you need any support, please give us a call.
4: Yeah, cheers, thanks. Let's get our next caller, please.
2: Hi, um, I'm Tom. Um, recently, I, I just keep losing control over my emotions, and I've been, like, real aggressive um, and I feel like I'm becoming my dad.
3: Hi, Tom. Does your dad often behave aggressively towards you?
2: Y- yeah. Um, he does it more than I can count. Like whenever there's an issue, he, he just puts his anger onto me, um, especially when he's got stuff going on with him. Um, he's trying to change, but he- he's just struggling right now.
3: That's awful. I'm so sorry that you have to go through all this. Studies show that parents who use violence as a way to overcome conflict fail to instill control over aggression and anger in their kids. We can see this happening in your case. You're struggling to control your emotions and continue to behave aggressively because you've never really learned how to control them. Abusive parents often show stress-related symptoms such as depression, which can be a factor that impairs parental competence. Reaching out for support can help you manage your stress better and can help you to gain control over your own life. Is there anyone that you can rely on for support?
2: Um, yeah, my mom, um, she's really supportive and dad usually calms down when she's around.
3: Okay, that's good to hear. I would suggest for your dad to try out programs catered towards education around parenting. Home-based programs help with family relations, managing child-related issues, and have proven that there's a lower likelihood of child abuse and neglect being repeated. Parent training groups have also shown a decrease in stress symptoms and an improvement in family and individual problems. Perhaps you can have a chat with your mom so she can introduce these alternatives to him, especially since he is wanting to change.
2: Yeah, thanks a lot. So uh, I'll try that.
4: I reckon we'll wrap up our Q&A there. Thank you all so much for listening and coming in with your questions. I really hope that you've taken something valuable from our podcast today. We've gone through quite a lot today, so let's give it a quick summary.
2: There's a lot that can increase your little munchkin's likelihood to be the next star police in 7 Abuse, trauma, disorders, parenting style, and neglect. But you don't need to panic. Nothing guarantees that your kid's going to be an axe murderer or a carjacker, and there's lots you can do to nip any potential problems in the bud.
1: Discipline is a good way to control behavior, but it is also important to discuss Empathy with your child to help them absorb morals rather than just act morally. Having conversations that build trust with your child will help you identify these issues and prevent future problematic behavior. Furthermore, picking appropriate punishments such as grounding will help prevent being overbearing, which itself has been shown to increase criminal tendency.
0: Even if your child is displaying antisocial behavior, There's lots of things like talking therapy that can help. All help is not lost. Nevertheless, we hope to see you in our next episode. In the meantime, make sure you remember how not to raise a criminal.